In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. As you know, last Friday, September the 14th, the diocese announced that I will be transferring to St. Agnes Parish in Arlington, effective this coming Thursday. I reflected upon the fact that the date of the announcement was almost to the day, exactly six years from when I first started serving at St. John the Beloved as a seminarian in September of 2012. The end of that summer in 2012, when I got back from my summer study in Guatemala, was when I really became certain in my own heart that God was calling me to the Holy Priesthood. But even though I was certain, or at least as certain as I could be at that point, that God was calling me to the priesthood, I could say that I still had doubts about whether I would really love being a priest. Was being a priest going to be a labor of love? Or was it something that I would experience more as a difficult burden? Something that, despite feeling called by God to do it, I would experience on a day-to-day basis as a kind of heavy yoke. In those two years that I was here at St. John's before I was ordained to the priesthood, both as a seminarian and especially after I was ordained to the diaconate in 2013, I can say that I was able to glimpse the great joy that the priesthood could be. And in then becoming a priest and being blessed to remain here for these last four years, I can say the joy that I glimpsed became very real for me. It was because of this parish that I didn't just become a priest, but I came to love my priesthood in a way that I could have never imagined. Credit for that goes to a lot of people. But first and foremost would be Father Pollard. He has been an incredible role model, mentor, and friend these last six years. I could pay a lot of compliments to his intellect, to his charity, and to his great skill as a priest and a pastor. I shudder to think of all of the headaches that I caused him that he bore so patiently. But I think that the highest compliment that I can give him is this, that in every interaction that I had with him, I always felt that he was trying to form me or perhaps reform me into being a better priest, not for the sake of getting more work out of me here at St. John's or to make his life easier as a pastor, but always for the sake of my spiritual well-being and my growth as a priest. It's a rare leader who can think that way and act that way consistently, whether inside or outside of the church. As our Lord said, you know that the rulers of the Gentiles lorded over them, and the great ones make their authority over them felt, but it shall not be so among you. Rather, whoever wishes to be great among you shall be your servant, whoever wishes to be first among you shall be your slave. I am truly blessed to have experienced these words of Jesus Christ in my first pastor, and for that I am forever grateful to Father Pollard. Then, of course, there are you, the faithful of St. John the Beloved. Before I came here, I don't think I imagined that there could be a Catholic community quite like St. John's. So many wonderful people and so many wonderful families who are dedicated to our Lord and to his holy church. As a seminarian priest and deacon, I couldn't help but be formed in the image of such a wonderful parish. So many of you have, over the years, gone out of your way to welcome me, to pray for me, and to offer me your hospitality and friendship. But most of all, you have given me the great example of your faith and your love. As a priest, it's the most important thing that we can receive from our parishioners. It's something that I will always treasure. 
And so in that light, I'd also like to say something else, which is, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for all the times that I was not worthy of the hope and trust that you placed in me. I'm sorry for all of the times that you may have needed me, but I didn't respond. For all the times that I said I would do something, but in the end, didn't actually do it. When I was too distracted to give you my full attention when you needed it, or too absent-minded to return a call or a message. For any time that I was impatient or ungentle with you in any way. For any time that I said something that I shouldn't have or didn't say what I should have. I know that can sound very pro forma, but I am truly sorry for any of those things, whether I remember them or not. You certainly deserve better. It was only announced last Friday that I would be moving to St. Agnes. I had been informed by Father Scalia, however, the Friday before, yet I was sworn to secrecy. And so that week when I knew that I would be leaving, but you didn't, I thought initially that that would be very difficult, having to go about pretending that nothing was different. But it turned out to be one of the more grace-filled weeks in my life because I could just concentrate on enjoying the parish and my relationship with all of you, heightened by the knowledge that I would soon be leaving, but without everyone acting different around me precisely because of that fact. I could just experience you as you normally are, which is wonderful. It was, I think, perhaps like our Lord's ministry to his apostles, before he had to tell them that he was going to be crucified. He could just enjoy their friendship without their worry and their focus on the inevitable future. Not that I think that going to St. Agnes is like being crucified, at least I hope. But in knowing that I was leaving before you knew, I could just focus on what a blessing all of you had been in my life, rather than focusing on the bittersweet goodbyes. There's an old expression, you never forget your first love. My first priestly love has been St. John the Beloved, and I will never forget this place. I am blessed to have been formed here, and I think I will take a piece of this place with me wherever I may go. And I'd like to think that I leave a little piece of me here as well. So let's remember one thing. Let's remember to always pray for one another. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.